Hello, everyone. Thanks for joining us for another episode. We are back after a week off. I am Mac. Of course, I am joined, as always, by the wonderful Joe Satani. How are you, Joe? I'm doing well, buddy. How are you? Great. We, it's an um, exciting time of the year for you and your coaching. It is... Uh, playoff time. Playoff time. It's a playoffs. Busy. Playoffs. We're talking about playoffs? Playoffs. It is. It is. We, um, we, as many of you know, and as, as I got messages from a lot of you, we were off last week. I do apologize. The uh, Super Bowl just, and, and kind of work, just kind of took over that whole weekend for us. But um, we are back. Joe, did you watch the Super Bowl a little bit? Did you watch it? I barely watched it. Did you like to watch the halftime show? Any? Unfortunately. You're not a Rihanna fan? It's not that I'm not a Rihanna fan. I just wasn't a Super Bowl halftime show Rihanna fan. Oh. <laughs> yeah. I, um... I, I, I saw it as I was, I was waiting for my pizza that I ordered. And I was waiting inside the uh, restaurant. And uh, it happened to coincide with the halftime show. And I was extremely disappointed. I thought it lacked energy. <laughs> Yeah, it but that's was, just uh, me. That's it, just me. It was different. I'm sure. I'm sure some people liked it. Whatever. I didn't understand what the parachute outfits wore. Were that's just I, their style. I mean, I don't think that's. But it was like. It, it just seems like an odd, like an odd outfit choice, and I thought the dancers were more had more energy than she did. Well, I mean, she's pregnant. Okay, right? but I mean, then why was... would you do it? Like, it just seems silly. Well, like, she's Rihanna. I don't know. It's one I of those just... things to like a comp, like cross off, right? Like, she hasn't made new Great. music in like we, seven we, we years. We had to cross off during the Super Bowl halftime show while we're pregnant. That's that that was at the top of the bucket list. Um, Life accomplishments. There we go. I will say I Sorry. was. Uh, I was. The negative Joe is back. I was after a hiatus. Uh, I was surprised she didn't bring out a guest. I mean, obviously, ASAP was there. Um, she could have had him come out. There was a moment he, there. He, he, could, he could have came out ASAP. If, you know, he was saved, already there. And saved the show, you know, as soon as possible. I bring mean, him out. They do have a song. Bring together. him out, and that would have been great. As soon as possible. Bring out, um, bring out as soon as possible. I will say, there was a moment when all the lights came on, and I was like, is she going to bring out Kanye West? And then, of course, she did. But for a split second, I was like... Okay. Is Kanye West going to come out? Any commercials that you like? I barely even watched the game. Sorry, sir. And I and and I. I mean, it's not that I don't like. I mean, I like Rihanna, but I feel like the last. I have not seen a good halftime show in quite some time. Uh, I did not. I thought the energy was extremely lacking. It seemed like the dancers had more energy than she did, and. She does a lot of songs where she's the second on the on the track. Okay. So it seems silly, not silly. Yes, she's part of said songs, but if she's part of like if she's not the secondary, but if she if she sings the chorus in a song that's Sings sung by beat, JV right? okay. or by, by Jay-Z, yeah. Then it's like and then you're kind of including him but not really cuz he's not there. I just but you can't really play his voice like it just it just seems silly to me. I'm not saying I don't like her because I do, mm-hmm. but she's a, she's the second in a lot, or she's like in a duo of many of her hit songs, at least a duo. And so it seems 
it seemed a bit silly to play those songs when the other person in that track wasn't there. Yes, there's a wide range. Most of them, a lot of them are Jay-Z. Yes, Kanye, yes. Whatever. ASAP. As soon as possible, yeah. sure. But I just, that, that also made it seem odd to me that she's singing songs where she's not the only person that's the headliner in the song. And so, yeah, just for many reasons. But in terms of commercials, I really didn't watch. I saw like the one with Miles Teller where it's like the, the hold music that I had definitely heard before. That was kind of funny. Yeah. But other than that, I really didn't watch. There was like one about the horses or something where it's like, or no, never mind. Never mind. I think it was something my dad was watching. He was watching like the, uh, he was watching something the other day prior to the Super Bowl where it was like Boomer Esiason was talking about like the best Super Bowl halftime commercials, like whatever. And so I might be getting mixed up because I remember seeing a commercial there uh, where it was like some guy was trying to train a horse. It was like a dog trying to train a horse to like be part of the... Uh, I don't remember that. Yeah. I don't, yeah I don't it was like that. a dog trying to train a horse to be part of the Budweiser stagecoach group. Oh, and it's like okay. a dog, like, you know, he's out in the rain. He's like barking at him to like hustle and, you know, like like the Rocky type thing. Right. Anyway, so I, I, I thought that was one that I had watched, but no, it was... Part of that TV show special my dad was watching. Were there any good commercials, Mac? I um, I like the Dunkin' commercial with Ben Affleck. I thought that was funny. Dunkin' Donuts, huh? Um, yeah, I mean, it was... I don't know if anyone watched it. I mean, it was... Well, you're not talking to someone who did, so you got to kind of... Well, we, someone explain to me. It was in a suburb near Boston, which is where he grew up, and so he's basically the guy. It's real customers doing a drive through and he's on the other end. Um, so he's the worker. Yeah, he's the he's the guy with the headset. He's the headset. I don't know. I don't know what the the proper the drive through guy, the okay. drive through person, right. drive through okay. guy. Okay. Um, you know, and and so some, does his brother pull up in a car, and his brother's no, like, but, "What's up, man?" But some people are like surprised it's Ben Affleck, and some people are very much like with the Boston attitude that you would like. I just want my coffee. Um, and he's just kind of talking on the mic, and it's funny. The last shot is Jennifer Lopez drives up, and she makes a joke, and she's like, "Because she because she would buy a donut." Yeah. No, is. obviously not. But the joke, she, okay. she pulls okay. up and she's like, is this where you go all day when you say you're working? And then he's like, oh, uh, you're embarrassing in front of my friends. And then she's like, give me a glaze. And he walks out. And it was funny. Sure, it was just sure, funny. Sure. Give me a glaze. Yeah. Yes. I understand Jennifer Lewis doesn't need glaze. Doesn't, she doesn't need glaze. Uh, there's some quote. I don't know why we're talking about this. There was some quote. You're the one that brought that, it up. Uh, no, something about Jennifer Lopez. She turned 50. And she talked about someone was like, "What kind of cake do you get?" And she's like, "I haven't had a piece of cake in like thirty years or I'm something sure. like that." She doesn't, that doesn't have any. Me. She doesn't have any sweets in her life. Good for anything. her. Takes a lot yeah. of discipline. She'd probably go well with Tom Brady and his Jennifer Lopez and his, and his avocado ice cream. She was at. She did the Super Bowl last year, right? Jennifer Lopez. I don't think so. And Shakira. I have no idea. I don't know. I think I, they did it last year. I, didn't think I don't remember the last one. I, I think. Well, no. Last year was. Uh, I don't. Know. Last year was Dre and. Yeah. Dr. The Drake year before Snoop. was you liked that one, didn't you? It was okay. No, the year before was J Lo. The it's, year before that was the weekend. I remember that because that was the. COVID I mean, year. to be honest, I mean, and I, even though like I'm not a huge fan, I think the last like mind blowing Super Bowl halftime show was Katy Perry. Truth be told, I thought that one was like over the top, crazy, like awesome. That one had Snoop, didn't it? Did even it though I, even though I'm not a huge fan of Katy Perry and. I don't want to say she's fell off the map, but I haven't seen. Maybe she's still making music. I don't know. I think she's still a judge. She had like she had like these crazy like animatronic, not animatronic. She rode like some 
tiger, like animatronic tiger. She just had like a, she like flew in or something. She made it like a show. Yeah, it was like a really really cool like performance and stuff. Versus just singing the songs. Yeah, on some elevated platform when you're pregnant, which makes me worry about the baby inside of you. But whatever. <laughs> I'm sure. Whatever. Uh, well, that's a good, that's our cross, Super Bowl. Cross that off the bucket list, as you say. That is our Super Bowl recap, where we didn't talk about the game once. Anything and else okay. you wanted to talk no? about? No. That's, I really didn't watch the game very much. I was happy. It's a good game. I mean, I you I was know. glad Andy Reid won, won yet again. Yes, it's very I, cool. I, well, other than that, I really don't care. Um, yeah. It was definitely kind of funny hearing like the the Travis Kelsey and Jason. Is it Jason Kelsey? Yeah. <laughs> hearing that interchange unedited, that was kind of funny. Yeah. I don't know if it was silly. him or if it was with Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey. It was something like. Because they're brothers, and like he was like, F you, I love you, man, or something like yeah, that. It was, it was like, it was something to that effect. And I ended up reading about it later. That that really got, yeah. that, that was funny and very, very cool. It's kind of a cool situation yes. that two brothers were playing yes. in the Super Bowl. All right, everybody. Well, I know you've been chomping at the bit. This is what you've all been waiting for. Mac is going to give us a review of Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania. This is the... Latest installment of the MCU, it is the uh, Quantum Realm, which is wrapped up in the multiverse and then wrapped up back into the Quantum Realm. Tell everybody what you thought, buddy. Jonathan Majors. uh, Did it disappoint? Tell the people what they want. That does not make any sense. Tell the people what they want. Uh, First film in Phase 5. That's the point. Um, It was good. I liked it. It's a metaphor. That's not a metaphor. That's not what a metaphor is. is. Um, I liked it. It That's was, not what a metaphor is? By saying something is one thing and then saying it's another thing. No, you're not. Never mind. You're missing the quantum realm at. to the you're multiverse. You're missing what I'm getting at. You're saying that doesn't realm. make sense. I'm saying that's the point. Okay. That's a metaphor. Got it. Never mind. Yeah, you got it. Go ahead, buddy. It's phase five. Um, we'll do. We'll do light spoilers here. We won't. We won't really? get full. I mean, it's five. Days really? Old. What? You're going to do spoilers at all? I'm disappointed because I was going to see it, but I'm certainly not. Why don't you just tell me now, buddy? Just you weren't going to see it. Just Joe. tell me and get it over with, so I so I can cry about this later. You're obviously not. Share share what happened. You're obviously not. Who died? Not Who died? See it, Joe. I'm not going to say anything like that. Well, then that's um, spoilers. So you're not going to spoil. I'm not going to say anything. All right, great. Like that. Now I can go see it. Thank you. What buddy. is wrong with you? Thank I mean, you. You're going to talk, or you're going to let me go? Go, buddy. Jeez, Louise. Talk. It is a historically Ant Man is a lighter character in the sense of the He's tone. a smaller character, you mean? Lighter character. Smaller. No, it's not what as I mean. in size, he's he tiny. Can, he can get big he's as well. He's tiny. Um and he's really kind of this comic relief character. His films are a little more low key in terms of stakes and <laughs> what? I'm not making jokes here. I don't know what's <laughs> I happening. know, but he's it's low key. He's low key. Low key. Low key. Um, this just, just is... Just clever choice of words, buddy, is all I'm getting at. So the film does this juxtaposition of kind of fun Ant-Man stuff, and then it all of a sudden it gets to Kang, and the tone and the music shift becomes really dark, and it becomes really this overarching theme, and it's like you're almost watching two different movies at a certain point. Obviously, there's a point in the film where Kang interacts with other people, but un- until that point, it's really like you're watching two different films. So that was a little, I don't want to say jarring, but it was like a jump to get there. Um, I didn't love how, I certainly do have some criticisms of the film. 
I certainly didn't, you know, the film, the first two films were set in San Francisco, um, which is where Scott Lang is and Hank Pym is. Um, I like that, obviously, being a barrier person, right? They film or they, they shoot some exteriors and in locations and you kind of recognize that. Um, this really gets like, you get like a two minute recap of what's been going on with Scott. And then all of a sudden, boom, we're in the quantum realm. Like you don't see any of his friends. You don't see Agent Wu. You don't see really any of that. Like it really just kind of jumps into like, and we're off, right? There really wasn't any, Hey, this is what happened at the end of Endgame, And this is what I'm doing. Like you get like a two minute montage and we're in it. Um, and I think this also hurts Cassie. The character, obviously, Cassie has aged up, right? Because we're talking about the five-year blip. She's older, right? You see her in Ant-Man and the Wasp or Ant-Man. She's a young kid, right? When you see her in Endgame, obviously, she's aged up five years because um, that's how time works when Scott's uh, blipped. Um, and really, uh, she's a great character in the books, and Catherine does a good job as an actress, but you really are supposed to really care about this character. And you're really supposed to care about her as a hero and as a major person going forward. And really, I don't know anything about her. Right? We really got no background on her. We really got nothing in terms of like, this is what Cassie's been doing the last five years. This is who she is as a person. So all of a sudden, she's on this journey with established characters that we know and we care about and we like. Um, all of a sudden, Cassie is this super important character and we know nothing about her. So that was a little like kind of learn as we go. Um, both post-credit scenes, I'm not going to spoil what they are. Awesome. Super awesome. Um, the first one is really a bigger tie into the MCU and wraps up this film. The second one is a tease for something upcoming, but also connecting to the story. Um, awesome. Stay for both scenes if you can. You will be surprised by some fun cameos in the second post-credit scene. Super awesome. Um, two things I didn't like, though. I'm going to say Bill Murray. Didn't like that. Um, not that Bill Murray was bad, but they had Bill Murray do press for the film. They had him in the trailer. They have him on the posters. They have him do kind of all these things, and he really is like a two-minute part. Like, it really was a glorified cameo, and I think that would have been cool if they would have just made it a cameo versus, like, making it a thing of, like, look, we got Bill Murray in the MCU. Like, I think that was kind of silly. Um, and my most disappointing thing about the film, I'm not going to get into the super specifics, was MODOK. I think it was a waste uh, of a big Marvel character, a big Marvel villain who was just used as kind of a set side piece. Wait, who's MODOK and who's King? I don't. Who's MODOK? MODOK is the person that you see. MODOK is. It's hard to describe. Okay. Um, in the trailer, you see MODOK as the person that's like kind of has a big head. Has the little legs and the arms. Sure. All right. Um, overall, I will say this film is a lot better than a lot of the stuff in Phase Four. Like again, part of what part of what Phase Four. I know I'm rambling now, but part of what Phase Four did is it introduced a crap ton of characters, like a lot of characters, and all of a sudden there was a character here, character here, character here. And while I liked a lot of the individual characters, I also didn't really know what the purpose of introducing all these new characters are, unless they're going to unite to something or build towards something. Again, this is even even something like Spider-Man, which is like about the multiverse. Like it doesn't connect with other 
characters in the MCU. It's really just about Spider-Man and the multiverse of Spider-Man. Yeah, Doctor Strange is in it for a little bit, but he's not really doing that much. Like, it's really about Spider-Man and the other Spider-Men in the multiverse. So this is really the first time in Phase 5, or in in a post-Endgame world, that we're really dealing with, like, this is... This is the story we're going to tell going forward. Kang is the new Thanos. Like, this is this is how it's going to go. Um, and for me, that was refreshing. That was exciting. It's not a perfect film. It's not, um, you know, it's not going to be a top 10 Marvel movie, but I enjoyed it very much. Um, I ended up coincidentally seeing it a couple more times last weekend for a different purpose. But a couple more times. I saw it at work. It doesn't matter if I if you know where I work. That's that's why I saw it. Okay. Um, but I think I think it's good. I think it holds up. And I will say you're in the quantum realm, basically ninety nine percent of the movie, so it's basically green screen. Um, you're not really getting any locations or anything like that. Um, but the the VFX are good. Um, everything's good about it. Um, Paul Rudd is just he's a likable guy. Um, he plays the character well. Obviously, he's been playing it for years now. Um, and there is this, from the first Ant-Man film that they've had and through every incarnation that he's been in, even if it's Civil War or Endgame, he really is this kind of underdog type of a character, even though he has superpowers. He really kind of has this, you know, questionable background. He went to jail and, you know, he's not really the hero type. He's always the underdog that people kind of count out. And I think that that stays true and Paul Rudd does well in that character. If you're an MCU fan, 100% go see it. Um, I don't think it's as good as like Black Panther Wakanda Forever or Spider-Man No Way Home. Uh, but again, those are more individualistic type of films. This is really about the MCU at large. Jonathan Majors is great. Um, and, and he's going to be in a ton of stuff going forward um, leading to Secret Wars and King, or King Dynasty and Secret Wars. Um, so that's my quick review of Ant-Man and the Wasp. Quantum Mania, Joe. Any questions about it? Or um, any? No, but did you hear that they're gonna that they're in works of making uh, another sequel to the Ant Man franchise, um, and Jonathan Majors is going to team up with his son, um, Jonathan Colonel. Jonathan Colonels. I don't know what that means. Is that a joke? I'm just missing the punchline. It, it was. It was a joke. Majors, Colonels, Captains, Lieutenants. All right, I'll get. I get. In any event, all right, Mac. Thank you for that riveting review on Ant Man and the Lost Quantum Mania, wrapped up in a multiverse, wrapped up in a quantum mania. Last week, Disney had its quarter one 2023 earnings call. Joe, I'm just gonna kind of read some of the highlights that Bob Iger talked about. Okay. And then um, feel free to chime in. Ah, uh, yes. If Bob you have Iger, any, back at the home. I forgot about that. Any opinions, um, any surprises, anything that disappoints you, excites you, whatever. <laughs> everything disappoints me, buddy. <laughs> well, not everything in life, hopefully. <laughs> Go right ahead. Maybe in this call, Go yes. right ahead. And this call? We're not watching a call. We're not well, the, to a that's call. what the call was. It was the, the recap call. of the call, yes. yes. Um, he announced that Frozen 3, Zootopia 2, and Toy Story 5 are all in development. I will say Frozen 3 is not unexpected. Zootopia 2, great. Toy Story 5, again, Toy Story 3 and 4 were amazing. Even Toy Story 2 is amazing. They all end amazing. Um, So to keep going back to this well makes me nervous, uh, but they've done nothing wrong so far. 
Um, he, again, Avatar, obviously a major success for the studio. And Avatar Experience is going to be coming to Disneyland. Right, that, that does not mean there's going to be a full land, obviously. It's an experience. Didn't signify if that's Disneyland or DCA or what. If it's, that's, if it's a ride, it could be a gift shop. Right? We have no idea. <laughs> the experience it could, could be the experience inside next to the uh, Space Mountain. Yeah. I mean, it could be a walkthrough. Right? We have no idea. Um, we have no idea what type of where it would be, if it's in Disneyland or anything like that. Uh, they also announced, unfortunately... 7,000 employees are expected to be laid off, which represents 3.2% of the total of the Walt Disney Company. Again, these are spread out through various parts of the company, right? Some for ESPN or ABC or whatever, right? They didn't just chop an entire section off. They just made cuts. Um, 2.4 million Disney Plus subscriber losses. They also announced almost entirely in India to India and parts of Asia. That is because in India on Disney Plus, um, they had the rights to a cricket league, um, which again were drawing big numbers. Um, but once they lost those rights, they apparently <laughs> lost. I don't know why that's funny. Because the people aren't watching Disney because it, they didn't care about Disney. They care about their cricket. That's yeah, kind I of mean, funny. That's, yeah, it's a big. Thing. That's funny. No, I'm not laughing that they like cricket. I'm laughing yeah. that they that they didn't. They but didn't that, want to stick around for Disney. That they don't care about Disney. All they cared about was cricket. They wanted the cricket. That's funny. That that makes me laugh. Not that they like cricket. Yes. But that they had zero interest in sticking around with Disney. All they cared it was solely about the cricket. Yes. <laughs> Despite the spending cuts, Disney is still expected to spend approximately $30 billion on content this year. Again, that is... Across the board, that is everything from ESPN buying rights into the NFL, NBA, uh, plus original programming on things like Disney Plus and ABC and Hulu and things like that. So that is all throughout the entire board. Um, he announced that Disney Plus is still expected to hit profitability, profitability, excuse me, in 2024. Um, he also has reaffirmed the stance that ESPN is not for sale. Right, there has been some speculation that with certain parts of Disney not, I don't want to say faltering, but I guess you could say faltering, not living up to, not living up to goals and standards that, that they had been set and, and suffering several losses within kind of a post-COVID world, um, that ESPN, one of their more valuable assets, they could potentially sell it off and, and make a big return on investment, but they've announced that. Uh, ESPN is not for sale. They will remain part of the Walt Disney Company. Joe, lots of information here. We went over the cricket stuff. Anything else that, that peaks your, your mind? Or nope. we're just kind of, it is what it is at this point with Disney? That's fair enough. Sorry. I have to apologize I don't, to me. I don't have an, I don't have an opinion. Uh, Great. Yeah. Let's get to what I actually want to talk about then. Sure. Super Bowl trailers. First trailer, Fast 10. Um, We're only at 10? I thought it was at 20 at this point, or 40. Um, they're, just making, they're just doing all the uh, the Greek letters. Pretty soon it will be like it'll be like LV. That's how many Fast movies there's going to be. Um, Super well, 50, Fast 50. They... It'll, be, it'll be Dom Toretto's kid, and then his, grand, and then his grandkids, and then his great-grandkids, and just keep... keep Keep going, keep going. Keep, as you said about, what was it, Toy Story? 
milking that cow for all it's worth. I don't think I said milking that cow. No, but you used but some metaphor like that. I said going back to the well. They're going back to the well. Yeah, they're going back to the well here. Um, well, we they've there announced we before that Fast 10 was the last film. I'm sure that's what they said like five films ago. I don't think they did. I'm pretty sure. Um, but again, I could be wrong. Um, this film is split in two. Just like your Harry Potter and Deathly Hollows. So it's Fast X.1. They, they just label they just label it. They just something? label it as Fast 10. I see. And then um, the other one's going to be Fast X1? I don't know, Joe. They haven't announced the title for okay. the next film. All right. Um, at, the end of, right. at the end of the trailer, the tagline says, The End of the Road Begins. Yes. Um, end of the Road. So they build more road, and then they make the road continue. Correct. Um, and what I, I don't know. End of the road. What what you learn from this trailer? What what you what you glean from this trailer is that um, Jason Momoa, obviously the villain. We we knew that before that he was in the film. Um, what we didn't know is is why he's the he's villain black, and why he's connected. He's not Black Superman. This isn't Hobbs and Shaw. Maybe they're gonna Jason bring... Momoa. Yeah, I, but he looks like a superhero. He looks like the badass. Like, I mean, he just looks like Jason Momoa. No, he just, you know. He's a big man. He's black Superman, like, like I don't know. Like in Idris Elba, Hobbs and Shaw. No, not him. Okay, are they going to bring back The Rock? Is he going to be in this movie? He, he is definitely not going to be in this movie. Why? Because he's dead? No, I Did just. Did he die in the series? I, he and Vin Diesel don't like each other. Okay. Um, but he's going to be, maybe he'll make an appearance in the next one. He could. I, I will He'll say. He'll come and save the day. What I. He'll come and save what the I, day. Who I do think will make an appearance. I'm jumping ship on my notes here. Who I do think will make an appearance is Gabido. I do think they'll bring her back. Okay. Um, I'm almost Because they brought everybody else back. They brought Han back. Except for uh, Paul um, Walker. You know, they can't do that. They can't. Well, they I can mean, bring everybody, every single buddy else. Why don't they just bring back Josh? What's his name? Josh. John Cena is back. No, the the guy that was in Fast Two or Fast Tokyo Drift, Josh, not Josh Lucas. Yeah, he's in. He was in the last one. They were all Tokyo Drift was in the last movie. Even Bow Wow was in it. Little Bow Wow. He's not he little grew, anymore. He he's just up. Bow Wow. He grew up. They changed his name. Yes, to Bow he's wow. just Bow Wow now. Oh my gosh! Uh, he became a dog even before he was little Bow Wow. Let now me get to this now he's trailer. <laughs> You're killing We're me. talking about the trailer. They got everybody in there. Right. So it's everybody under the sun except the people they can't bring back. Except for Dwayne Johnson. Uh, He'll be in there eventually. I promise you, Dwayne Johnson. We'll see. Won't show we'll see. We could we'll make see. a bet on this if you'd like. Okay. The only thing note about this that I, I wanted to I touch on. I don't trust Mac and his bets. Sure. From past experience. Even though I've offered to pay it off and uh -huh. you refuse to take so we my got, money. So we got Jason Statham. Jason Momoa. Jason Momoa, we got Vin Diesel, we got Michelle Rodriguez, we got every... The only guy they don't have is they don't have that, that guy in the first film. The guy that was like, had like the beard that nobody liked, but then he ends up... You know, remember that Paul Walker like drinks his beer? I forget. That's doesn't the one. he die in the first does, movie? No, he doesn't. That's the kid. The kid gets shot. Oh. Yeah, I don't know what happens to him. He's the one that gets airlifted when he hurts his arm? Yeah. I don't know anyway, they got everybody else. They got every Jordana Brewster. Here we go. Come on back. Helen even, Mirren. Even, Come on yeah, back. Helen Mirren. That sounds great. Yeah, she's the mom, or she's the grandma of the group, and she's the whatever linchpin. No, she's, she's she's the person holding it all together. No, she's not. She's, she's Shaw's girl. mother. She's who? She's Shaw's mother. I don't know who Shaw Deckard is. Deckard Shaw, Jason Statham. That's his mom. Ah, uh, I see. And so she's like the good mom, and then her son's like the no, bad child. No, she's like a criminal. She's but she's. She's she knows these people. 
She's a criminal. I mean, she's a it good person. It sounded like she was, like, on their side. In the yeah, show. well, I mean, Vin Diesel walks a tight line of, like, is he a good guy or a bad guy? Like, they don't okay. always they don't okay. always do legal okay. things. Okay. Like, they steal things sure. sometimes. It's, yeah, it's um, got everybody in there. They got crazy, over-the-top stunts that are absolutely impossible. And just let the craziness and over-the-top exaggeration and hyperbole continue. So anyways... Go right ahead. Uh, Continue. Jason Momoa... I almost forgot. He got... Uh, what was her name? The blonde girl at the end. Charlize Theron. Charlize Theron. Yes. Throw That's her back in. Cypher. There we go. Um, so what we do see She's, in the trailer... That's a code right there. No, Cypher's her name. I know. That's um, a code. I'm sure it is. I don't know for what, though. Um, what we do learn... In the trailer, this took way too <laughs> long to just learn? argue this. What did we learn? I'm trying to tell you what we learned, Joe. Yes, what did we is learn? We see a flashback in the trailer where you actually do see Paul Walker and Vin Diesel working together. Yeah, from the first film, no, which it's was the from, best one. Okay, okay, it's from Fast Five, Okay, um, which was generally considered the best film is in the, the series. Is this the one where they're pulling like, this the safe from? from? Yes, they're driving on the there freeway, in and they kill everybody, and they kill Jason Momoa's dad. And oh, he's back for vengeance. Yes. Hell hath no fury like a man scorned. Yes. Um, so again, they're, they're setting it up. Revenge is a dish best served cold. They are setting it up that um, he is the son of, of the person, the villain in, in Fast Five. Again, Fast Five, inarguably the best film in the series. Inarguably. I mean, even Christopher Nolan. Inarguably? So. Yeah, it's not it's arguable. It's not arguable. It's, it's, not it's arguable. hard. It would be hard to you can't argue. argue it. Can't. You can't. 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 You're, now you're right. You can't argue. Inarguable. You can't argue it. All right. Sure. Um, Keep going. So it makes sense that that they're pulling from this um, story to tell to, to finalize it again. The film. These films are way over the top, right? And I think that's what they lean into to a certain extent. But part of the reason why people like these films is they they like the characters, right? They like the idea of togetherness. They like the idea of these eccentric personalities not all they're not blood family right but the theme of the film is family right and this idea of however that, superficial i might as well just watch expendables and can call them a family i don't i mean it's that, that's over way the top different too. that's over the that's top way too. different but they're family they're that's, all criminals that's way they're different. working together that's way different solving and you crimes. Know it. that's way different and you solving know crimes is it's, it's is way it different is it? is it okay 100%. all right sure um uh, Inarguable. Know. That's all I got with the trailer, guys. I'm I'm tired enough. Um, let's move on to the next one. How before. boring would this podcast be without my color commentary? It would be super boring. The Flash, um, Ezra have, Miller, the Flash. Have... The Flash actually looked quite somewhat good till I realized I'm watching Spider-Man and Far From Home or whatever the one is. No way home, and you didn't see it. So whatever, it looks home. exactly the same. Let's mess up the timeline, and now we have to go back, and now there's now there's versions upon versions upon versions of the Flash and Batman. Batman abound. And it's just non again nonsensical. He opens up the multiverse and the timeverse and the quantum realm, and this is this is literally the MCU's answer to Spider-Man. That's exactly what this is. Michael Keaton cannot save you. Sorry. Even with the music from the throwback from the old film, even with the old suit, it looks just like that. Um, I, I messed up the we messed uh... up the timeline. It went different for some odd reason. 
He's not doing it for a girl, maybe. Who knows? He's not doing it for a girl. Just like Spider-Man doesn't do it for a girl. Uh, yes, he does. He wants to like go back to a time when things weren't crazy so he could hang out with MJ. And then he screws it up while what's-his-name is talking. Isn't that how the spell gets... How, no. Isn't that... That's not what happens. No. I mean, it's... So Doctor Strange isn't doing like some little spell thing. Or pretending to, whatever, evil Doctor Strange. He doesn't want anyone... No, because everyone knows who Spider-Man is yes. at the end of the last film. And he wants to be able to have alone time with MJ. And so he wants them to... He wants Doctor Strange to go to do some spell and put everyone to sleep so that he can just hang out with MJ and no one knows who he is. Is that wrong? Is that uh, wrong? Well, I mean, once, is that wrong? once he goes back, MJ won't know who he is. But that's why he screws it up, and then he starts talking, and the whole thing gets messed up. That's Again, what I'm saying. I think saying. you're just watching. You're watching the movie from the trailer. Like you gotta. Is that not? See. Is that not what what he's? Just, never mind. You're right. You're right. I'm I'm making a judgment call based on that trailer and this trailer, and they look like carbon copies. Yes. Something. Um, somebody gets lost in some time realm somewhere. My, right. Albert Einstein's got nothing on this. And he goes back in time and forward in time. And now he has to fix the time. Otherwise, all life will end. And Armageddon. It's going to be a, an adaptation of Flashpoint, which is one of the uh, more iconic DC titles uh, of all time. Um, they're going to certainly have their own twist on it, um, I think. But the only note that I wrote on the trailer is it looks amazing. right? It looks polished. It looks great. Um, yeah, certainly when Michael Keaton shows up, there is a 10-year-old me, however old I was, I don't know, 8-year-old, 9-year-old me, I don't know what the age was, that got really excited because it was Michael Keaton as Batman. That was my Batman, right? That was the first, one of the first movies I saw, I don't know why my parents let me watch it, was Batman, right? I mean, I, I, I like the character because of watching those early movies. And so, yes, there's a nostalgic part of me that got really happy when that came on. Um, looks great. Visually looks great. I don't, I mean, Supergirl, fine. It doesn't matter. I don't think that's a, I don't think that's a, a long-term storyline. Um, but it looks good, right? It looks miles above Shazam Fury of the Gods in terms of just potential story. Um, so I'm very excited about it. I think we know what Joe's opinion on it is. Unfortunately, there is one more trailer to go over, which... Uh, I feel bad even bringing it up on this podcast. Why do you feel bad? Go ahead. Because I just, you're hear. just getting more frustrated. No, I do, and not, I don't I'm like good. that. I I'm genuinely, I I genuinely no. don't want you to be unhappy. Jay. I am not unhappy. I genuinely don't I'm want a you happy to be unhappy. Go, I am a happy guy. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume I just 3. Know what I like and what I there you go. Um, a decent amount. I don't want to say a decent amount. They they certainly are, you know, it's only two and a half minute trailer. We didn't get a ton in the first trailer either. We've just got glimpses of Adam Warlock, right? We haven't really seen any of him. Um, so I'm interested to see, one, what he's going to do in the film, how he's going to interact in the film. Um, James Gunn talked about this at Comic-Con, that this is going to delve into Rocket's origin a little bit, right? We only know Rocket as, you know, this... Fox, who's genetically uh, has been tested on, basically. I mean, uh, Rocket, raccoon. I'm so sorry. You're, I mean, absolutely, you're absolutely right. Uh, Rocket Raccoon. Um, Are you he, right? Yes, that he's been genetically tested okay. on. Okay. Um, but we Ra see raccoon. some... So Yes, you are right. It's a raccoon. Okay. okay. Um, so we do see um, kind of a flashback um, 
a younger Rocket Raccoon. Um, James Gunn has said to expect expect a finality to the story. Right. This is the the la- again. Joe is absolutely right. Before we talked about this, that there's no way to guarantee that we'll never see another Guardians movie again. Uh, but this is the last time that this group will be Guardians of the Galaxy together. Um, so if that means that there's going to be deaths, is that there's going to be something? Um, a lot of the the actors, even Dave Bautista, has said this is his last film um, with Marvel. Permanently? Oh, uh, you got me excited there. You said last film, and I jumped on last uh, MCU. He has to be in Dune. The oh, next one. He has to be in Dune Part Two. You're right. You're right. Yeah. You're right. Maybe after Dune, he'll retire. Yeah. He's he's going the way of the rock and I mean, making making bank after after wrestling. You can only wrestle for so long, I guess. I guess. So. Um, you know, the part of the main storyline, of course, is going to be the Peter Quill Gamora romance, right? Um, at the end of at the end of Volume Two, they're they're obviously a couple and they're in love and and you know really kind of everything they did in the first and the second film kind of got them to that point. And then Infinity War obviously splits them up because Gamora dies. Um, so, you know, how do they reconnect? Can they reconnect? Um, you know, it's going to be good. I'm very excited about it. This is uh, Marvel's May release. Um, so this is their big summer film, right? They usually try and put their biggest film of the year um, in the summer slot in that first spot. Um, so, yeah. That's it. So there was a other some other Super Bowl trailers, some other cups, smaller spots. We don't have time to go over everything. Some stuff that I think Joe... Some, to give us some highlights. Um, well, they showed a little sneak of Air, the um, the Michael Jordan. Well, oh, it's yeah. not even Michael Jordan, but um, the Phil Knight. You, know, you didn't like that either? I thought you might have some interest it in that. It looks bad. Oh, I'm surprised looks, about it that. Looks what, it looks bad. What about it? It, it looks, looks very, very bad. It just looks like it's trying to bank on the story, and Ben Affleck and Matt Damon together on the screen is not a good mix at this point for me. So I am not the least bit interested. We got a little bit and of the creed. fact that it kind of like hints at the fact that it's like Michael Jordan. I mean, it, it obviously it is, is Michael Jordan. Yes, but I'm saying he's not actually in the film, so they have to kind of allude and tease the fact that he's kind of holding a pair of shoes or something. And it's just it looks it looks. It's got really, Riley Davis though. That's good. I don't care. It looks really really cheesy and bad. The trailer did not looked awful to me. Matt Damon and and uh, Ben Affleck did not look good in that movie. All right. In the trip. Well, I'm excited. I was not it. sold. That's okay. okay. Uh, that's all we have. Um, for what else? That was Bowl. it. Well, I mean, there was Creed? There was a little off. There wasn't. Again, there wasn't a ton. Isn't Jonathan Majors in that? Isn't he the bad guy in that? Yeah. Jonathan Majors is blown up now. Um, he's going to be everywhere. Again, he's um, going to be promoted to to a to colonel or uh, to to. You know, you can't make that joke twice in one show, Joe. I think he's gonna get. I don't know what's after major. (laughs) Reduce some research and then bring it. I think I don't know what's after major. Okay. I think it's Colonel. I don't know. I have no idea. All right. Well, what's next, Joe? What's next? Because the because the listeners clamor for this type of stuff, and because most of the time it's me on the butt end of these jokes. I thought we would, again, turn the table and have Mac do this yet again. So, we are going to do two. Okay. The first, uh, you two, do you want to do which, which, 
person you are or a trivia first? Um, I'm not going to tell you what the what we the, can do the person what one the again, subject I guess. matter is. So you want to do we did that last time. the person first. Sure. Yes? Yeah, okay. that's fine. So, this is a Star Wars. Ooh. Pick a favorite film genre. Horror, western, musical, or comedy? Comedy. Comedy. Okay, next question. Who is the scariest Star Wars villain? Sheev, who's ever that? Sheev Palpatine? Is that Emperor Palpatine? I assume so. Okay, Kylo Ren or Darth Vader, or they're all terrifying? I mean, Vader. Darth Vader, okay. If you could travel to the galaxy far, far away, where would you go first? Tatooine, Batu, Takodana, or Navarro? Navarro. Where's that? Mandalorian? It's like, um, no, it's, it's more of an upscale type of a place. Is it in the Mandalorian? No, I don't think. It might be in the Mandalorian. Okay. But. Pick a favorite music genre. Classical, rock, punk, or country? I don't think any of those work for you. Classical. Classical, rock, rock punk, or country? I go classical, I guess. Okay. If you had a lightsaber, what color would the blade be? Blue, green, purple, or yellow? Green. Green. Yoda. <laughs> what is your greatest strength? Fortitude, brawn, patience, or mindfulness? Mindfulness. Mindfulness. Okay. Which what quote best describes you? Laugh it up, fuzzball. Wars not make one great. You can't stop the change any more than you can stop the suns from setting. I'm in charge now, Phasma. I'm in charge. Uh, I hate to say it, but the third one. You can't, you can't stop the change anymore. Yeah, that sounds depressing. Episode one. Episode one. It's a depressing quote, but it's true. It's I great. guess. If you could, if you could team up with a Star Wars character for an adventure, who would you choose? R two D two, Chewbacca, BB eight, or Gro- Groku? Grogu. Uh, no, Grogu. I, I, I wouldn't choose Grogu. Uh, I'll go R two. I guess R two. What would you name as your biggest flaw? Caring too much? Reluctance, reluctance to join group activities? Hatred of sand or fear? Uh, read the first one again. Caring too much. I mean, it might be reluctance to join group activities, to be so honest. Yeah, it's fine. I mean, it's, right. it's honest. Last one. If you, could, if you discovered you could use the force, what would you do first? Lift some rocks, try a Jedi mind trick, build a lightsaber, or levitate. Try a Jedi mind trick. Try a Jedi mind trick. All right, you are Salacious B. Crumb. That's Salacious Crumb. Salacious B. Crumb. What did you say the name of? I don't know how to say Stand down, Luke Skywalker. Step, as, step aside, Din Djarin. Yeah. Move along, Princess Leia. You're the true hero of the Star Wars galaxy. Salacious Crumb. The Kowakian monkey lizard, Salacious B. Crumb. Perfect. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I don't know. I think that was just a fake one. Anyway. Love it. That's next a great one, Next one is a trivia. Okay. All is right. Star, Star Wars, Wars trivia. trivia. Oh, okay. Okay. This planet I'm not going to do as well as this is one. the birthplace of the Jedi Order. Octo, Utap, Utapau, Wobani, or Kijimi. I don't know any of those. I'm probably saying them wrong. I have no idea. Um, Octo. Okay. Correct. The planet Octau, whatever, if I'm saying it right, is the birthplace of the Jedi Order thought to be lost. The planet was discovered again by Luke Skywalker during his self-imprisoned isolation after his failed attack on Kylo Ren. That sounds familiar. Next one. 
On which planet do Luke and Han ride on tauntauns? Oh, this is easy. Coruscant, Dagobah, Hoth, or Mustafar? This is easy. Easy. It's Hoth? Yes. Okay. It's, okay, sometimes... They're riding tauntauns during a surveillance check. They're looking for signs of life outside of Echo Base on planet Hoth. Next one. Uh, which planet does Vader call home? Endor, Bespin, Coruscant, Mustafar. Mustafar. Yes. Those are, these are easy. Although Anakin was born on Tatooine, planet Mustafar became Vader's home after his battle with Obi-Wan Kenobi. The castle on the planet housed the Bacta tank used for healing. Who fell into the Sarlacc pit in Return of the Jedi? Chewbacca, Jango Fett, Boba Fett, C-3PO. Boba Fett. Boba Fett. Yes. While trying to shoot Luke Skywalker, Han Solo hits Boba Fett in the back. Turning on his jetpack, the jetpack launched Boba Fett into the side of Boba's Jabba ship, mm -hmm. and he fell into the Sarlacc pit. Yeah. What is the name of the Sith planet in Rise of Skywalker where Rey fights the Emperor? Ooh. Moraband, Exegol, Mustafar, Korriban. Good luck. Repeat, the, repeat those Moraband, Exegol, Mustafar, or Korriban? Exegol? Correct. Oh, that was a guess. That was a guess. That was a guess. Good. All right. Which planet is the Jedi High Council located on? Geonosis, Dagobah, Cantonica, or Coruscant? Coruscant. Yeah, that's easy. What, who was the message that R2-D2 was carrying in A New Hope intended for? Uncle Owen, Obi-Wan, Jabba the Hutt, Luke Skywalker. Say the, say, say the answers again? Who was the message uh -huh. that R2-D2 was carrying intended for? Obi-Wan. Yes. Okay. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. Yes. Yeah, I just yes. had to Sorry, that's how they worded the then. question. Which planet is under a Trade Federation blockade in Star Wars A Phantom Menace? Ooh, I Camino, Naboo, Jeddah, or Kessel? Naboo, right? Yeah, these are easy. This isn't hard at all. I don't Maybe. know. You're the one that picked the quiz. Who don't... was the supreme leader of the First Jedi Order? Kylo Ren, Snoke, General Organa, General Hux. Kylo Not Ren. easy. Kylo Ren? No, it's Snoke. Jeez, uh, streak is over. How did Master Yoda... How old was Master Yoda when he died? Good luck with this. I have no idea. 847, 800, 900, or 1,000? I have no 847. idea. 847. 847. Incorrect. 900. He was 900. I was only know. off by... Finish the years. quote. Aren't you a blank for a stormtrooper? Aren't you a little short? Aren't you a little large? Aren't you a little small? Aren't you a tad slow for a stormtrooper? Little small. Aren't you a little small? <laughs> Incorrect. Aren't you a little short for a stormtrooper? Uh. That's Princess Leia when they... It's all good. How long did it take the Millennium Falcon to complete the Kessel Run? Something. something. 13 milliseconds. Just over 22 parsecs. 15 to 20 parsecs or less than 12 parsecs. Less than 12 parsecs. Yes, less than 12 parsecs. Very good. Who has a bet with Qui-Gon Jinn on planet Tatooine and loses? Is it Yaddle, Logre, Cabby, or Watto? Watto. Watto. Very good. The one that's flopping around. Where is Han Solo when he is frozen in carbonite? Oh, that's a good Planet question. Corellia, Planet Tatooine, the Death Star, or Cloud City? 
This is easy. Ugh, easy. I don't know this one. Easy. easy. Read it to me again. Planet Corellia. Planet Corellia. Mm, no. Planet Tatooine. No. Wait. Oh. Is it Corellia? Han Solo was frozen in carbonite when trying to hide from in Cloud City. I thought oh. I, I thought where is he afterwards? I misunderstood, but oh. I didn't read it that way. What was the name of the Sith Lord who used the dual bladed lightsaber? Darth Maul. Darth Maul, yes. Awesome. Who was the original owner of the Millennium Falcon? Obi-Wan Kenobi, Lando, Chewbacca, Han Solo. Lando. Yeah, I think it's Lando. Yeah, it's Lando. Okay. Which body part does Luke Skywalker lose while fighting Darth Vader? His left foot, his left hand, his right eye, his right hand. He has to look at his hands right now. His left hand? His left hand. That's incorrect. It's his right, right hand. hand. Oh, no. It's the same one as Darth Vader loses. No. Who gets credit for figuring out a way to cheat death? Count Dooku, Darth Vader, Darth Bane, Darth Plagueis the Wise. Darth Plagueis the Wise. Very good. All right, a few more. Where does Luke meet Master Yoda for the first time? Dantooine, Naboo, Alderaan, Dagobah. 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 Which Jedi is known for using a purple lightsaber? Okay. Shakti, Mace Window, Saiz Tin, or Kit Fisto? Mace Windu. Mace Windu, very good. What item controls the color of a Jedi lightsaber? Hypercrystal, the Force, it's random every time they turn on the lightsaber, or a Kyber Crystal? Hypercrystal? Incorrect. It's the Kyber Crystal. Something crystal. What was Luke Skywalker's call during the Battle of Yavin? This might be hard. Red Leader, Red Five, Captain Skywalker, or Gold Leader? Gold Leader? Gold Leader. Incorrect! Red Five. Who sells C-3PO and R2-D2 to Uncle Owen and Luke? Han Solo, Jabba the Hutt, Jawas, or Boba Fett? Jawas. Jawas, very good. A few more. What color is the blade of the first lightsaber that Obi-Wan hands to Luke? Green, purple, blue, or red? Blue. Blue, yes. That was his original one. How did Han Solo... Who did Han Solo shoot in the cantina? Admiral Akbar, Greedo, Grogu, or Jabba the Hutt? Greedo. Greedo, yes. How many forms of communications? How many forms of communication is C3PO fluent in? Forty. The limit is never given. Ten thousand, give or take a few, or over six million. I have no idea. Good luck with this one. This is a hard question. Forty. The limit isn't given. Ten thousand, give or take a few, over six million. I mean, I feel like it's either ten thousand or six million. Take one. Ten thousand. Just ten thousand. CPO is influent in over 6 million films. Oh, I knew it was one or the other. I knew it wasn't. In which was. movie were fans first introduced to the Empire's AT-AT Walkers? The second one. Which is? Uh, Empire. Yeah. All right. What color is Rey's lightsaber when shown at the end of Star Wars The Rise of Skywalker? Green, yellow, pink, or blue? Incorrect. Is it blue? Yellow. Yellow. It's yellow. What the fuck? These creatures used rocks and trees to fight the Empire. 
Ewoks. Yes. I mean, okay. I think there's a couple more. Jesus. Chewbacca. Chewbacca is known. There's the last two. Chewbacca is known for using what type of weapon? A blaster handgun, a lightsaber, a bowcaster, or a club? A blaster. A blaster handgun. Incorrect. It's a bowcaster. Oh, it's like a blaster, wow. but it looks like a bow. You got 67%, 20 out of 30. You are on the council, but have not been granted the rank of master. I did pretty good. Eight-question streak. All right, ladies and gentlemen, All I right. hope you liked that. I'll as much as I did. As much as I did. We are going to now get back doing something that we already did. But because we know that you haven't been listening for as long as we have been doing this, we're going to just recycle things we did before. We haven't done these which is Which is a ride history. And I'm quite sure I've already done this, but that's okay. It's been so long, I doubt you we did the research to find out which ones we did or didn't do. And that's okay. As I said, people haven't been listening for five, five straight years. We're going to do a ride attraction history. These are attractions at Disneyland today. Do you want to go first, or would you like me to go first? Mac, tell them what you are talking about. I am great talking about the attraction in Disneyland. Great moments with Mr. Lincoln. Um, The attraction, if you don't know, it is inside the Disney Gallery. It's technically on on Main Street. Uh, Is this Abraham Lincoln? Yes. Okay. When you walk into the park... Well, doesn't he have uh, a this for walk, Abraham Lincoln, I guess? He did. Okay. When you walk into the park, if you go to the right, under the uh, under the tunnel, under the bridge on the right. The right, the right tunnel? Okay. Yes. Um, the first big building on the right-hand on the side. Right. So this is the diagonal from the, from the fire station. Yes. City Hall and his little um, It is one of those kind of hidden things that people don't really know about. People mm-hmm. walk in sometimes. And this don't is a, even say. It is a gallery, and there is lots of pictures about Disneyland history and stuff. But inside, there's also this attraction called Great Moments with Mr. Lincoln. Okay. Um, a little background is on the attraction. Is there a big top hat there? There is. Okay. Um, this attraction was first conceived as an attraction for New York, the New York World Trade Fair in 1964, which is also where a Small World came from as well, right? They, were, they approached Walt Disney to... Create some attractions for New York's World Fair, um, and this is one of the attractions that he came up with. Again, he liked this just like he liked It's a Small World so much. Then he ended up transferring the idea to Disneyland. Okay. Um, it opened in 19 Disneyland just merely a year later in 1965. It ran all the way through to 1972. Um, there was a time period post the death of the passing of Walt Disney. In 1973 to 1975, that the great moments with Mr. Lincoln was taken out, and it became more of a remembrance of um, Walt Disney himself. Okay. Um, but after that, they went back to great moments with Mr. Lincoln. There have been some variations of great moments with Mr. Lincoln, right? The speech has changed a little bit. They've updated the animatronic, um, you know, to make it more realistic in terms of today's animatronics and such. Okay. But the same thing has the same idea has been happening. Um, so what happens when you go through? There is kind of a pre-show. Um, you hear about the importance of Abraham Lincoln. You hear about who he was as a president and what kind of why he's so revered, why he's considered one of the greatest, if not the greatest president. Right? Walt Disney thought he was his favorite president, so that's why he had this big fascination with Lincoln. Um, the ride—it's not a ride. 
Um, it's an experience. So you go into this theater and the lights come up, the curtain comes up, and then you see Abraham Lincoln. He's an animatronic character, but he basically talks for 15 minutes. And it's not one speech, it's several, a lot of his speeches and his writing, and they're just kind of interspersed. So you don't really know, again, if you're like a Lincoln scholar or someone that's has studied these things, you'll probably know where some of these are from. I certainly don't recognize all of them, but certainly some of the, the moments right Gettysburg Address and things like that, there are certain phrases that you can pick up on. You okay. can go, right. okay, that's cool. It is about 15 minutes long. Okay. Um, I'll have to check it out next It's time one of those things where... I've never done it. So. I, I don't do it a lot. I haven't done it the last couple of times I've gone. I will say I went with my parents. Um, they love it. And again, it was very cool. They, they really enjoyed it. It was the first time I had been in a while. Uh, my dad is someone who, who loves history, who reads history books. Nice. Um, so he thoroughly enjoyed right, it. Right up, right up his alley. Yeah, and again, it's, it's, not, it's not a ride, and it is something that, hey, you're in Disneyland. It can be hot sometimes. Yeah, there's never the There's never a line. Um, you just basically... Do you sit down or do you stand? You sit down. It's in, the, okay. it's, it's in, it's like, like, a it's in like a theater. A small theater. Um, you know, and you're inside. It's kind of cool air for 15 minutes. You can enjoy yourself. Again, you walk into the gallery, and there's tons of pictures of just Disneyland itself, and there's early designs and... There's lots of cool stuff just in the room before you even get to... The quote-unquote theater. Yeah, until you get to the theater. So again, it's just a cool building to kind of experience and see. Again, it's not something that I do every time. And it is one of those hidden gems, I think, because again, once once the park opens, like, I mean, once you're going through those gates, and I'm guilty of this as anyone, I'm rushing to the front, right? Because I want to get... Well, yeah, you don't want to go to this first. But again, you know, a lot of people don't even realize it's there. Yeah, yeah. Right, it's just kind of hidden on this thing. I always thought it was probably just like a shop. Yeah, like you, it looks probably similar yeah. to the other shops that are literally across the way, the Emporium or yeah. whatever it's called. The there's usually a uh, there's usually a character being greeted in front of it too, mm-hmm. and that's kind of it's, I don't want to say it takes away takes away from it, but I mean it, there it's it's not some big presumptuous building with a sign, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah. It's just it's just a building that's there. Mm-hmm. Um, if you haven't experienced it, again, it's okay. one of those... Cool. It's kind of like the... It's kind of like the cinema, the the Mickey cinema on Main Street, too, where it's like, if you haven't experienced Mickey it... Mickey cinema? It, yeah, on Main Street, there's a place that's like Mickey's cinema, Cinerama or something like that, okay. and you walk in, and there's like five different movie screens playing around you, okay. and they're all playing old Mickey Mouse shirts. Okay. Um, it's just one of those kind of hidden, I don't say hidden, but it's one of those unique Disneyland things that not a lot of people Easter eggs. know about, right? People just don't go in there, yeah. right? They're going okay. to their rides, which cool. makes sense. Right, cool. um, they're also inspired by the great moments of Mr. Lincoln. In 1971, at Walt Disney World, they actually created an attraction called the Hall of Presidents, which means mm-hmm. every single president is basically on this... Every single president has their own animatronic. Hmm. Um, and every okay. single president is there and represented. Hmm. Now, again, that changes every time there's a new president, obviously. because so it's still there. It's still there, right? Donald Trump is on it now. Joe Biden's on it now. Barack Obama's on it now. Um, they add... Every time there's a new president, they add to it. Um, not, Interesting. Not every president speaks... Because um, there's a lot of presidents, obviously, and they probably don't have audio of George Washington. <laughs> well, yeah, I don't. I don't even know if it's. I don't even know if it's audio like directly. It could be audio from there. Yeah, it yeah. could just be someone recording. 
Uh, but again, there's you know certain certain presidents will say certain moments from their presidency, which we could be whatever. Again, I've never been in the Hall of Presidents, I obviously. I had sexual relations with that woman. Uh, that would be a bold choice for a Disney Park <laughs> if they had that. Um, I'll say that. A lot of people would would get it, but that would be a bold choice though for Disneyland, Disney World. Um, so again, I um, the reason why I chose this one is because one we haven't done it before, uh, but two I do think it is one of those again as someone cool. who, who and it's and it's obviously sorry go ahead no I mean as someone who loves Disneyland and loves going and who loves those little things like that those Easter eggs the history I've been on a Disneyland tour I've done kind of some of that stuff like I love those interesting little little types of stories and little things I think I think it's something that that people just don't know about I was gonna say I. Uh, so to chime in, I was going to chime in and say I find it interesting that that they would it has nothing to do with Disneyland. Yeah, but that it's there. It's it there. would be kind of an interesting little like oh yeah. like you know check it out whenever little, you guys are gone. A little digress from the from the hustle and bustle and yeah, the, for and, sure. and, and the line hopping and yeah. the especially if clamoring never, to get in line and for the rides. <laughs> especially if you've never done it, I think it, yeah. I think it's well worth the check out. But Joe, you do have a much yeah. more popular attraction. Well, I was going to say you mentioned rides as people clamor to get to rides and get in lines. This is a ride. Uh, I am doing your the Matterhorn bobsleds. Um, this is obviously modeled after the with the mountain in Switzerland. Um, a few facts about this ride: it was the first steel roller coaster in the world when it opened in June fourteenth, in nineteen fifty nine. The the mountain, uh, you know, the mountain that's in Disneyland is one one hundredth the size of the actual mountain in Switzerland, and one one hundredth. One one hundredth the wow. size because it's a hundred feet high, and the actual mountain is one hundred forty thousand feet high. Wow! So do the math. You're dividing by one hundred. That's for, great for those math. See, that's why I for come to math, you for this information. For those math, Jeff. those math people out there. I learned this from you. It's identically aligned to the actual mountain, that's so it cool. looks. It's supposed to. It, it says identical again. Yeah. That was what I read. I, right. It could be wrong, but they wanted to make it look actually like the real mountain. Yeah. As I said, it opened in 1959. Um, Disney, uh, in the, the Yeti was not originally part of the ride. It was added in 1978. Okay. Um, and, you, and we may have mentioned this before. Uh, when I was a kid, when I was younger, there used to be a, a, they called it the Disneyland Skyway. It was essentially just a basket ride that would yeah. go from one part of the park to another. Yeah. And it used to pass through the mountain, and yeah. then they took it out. I don't remember when. I didn't look that up. But yeah. but um, I remember that because there used to be kind of water coming down, and you can kind of yeah. you kind of go through the part of the mountain, and you would see the Yeti. Yeah. Um, in 2016, I believe uh, I could be wrong. No, it might not have been 2016. They did do refurbishments on it. it might have been 2006. Apologies. But they they updated the animatronics to the Yeti. It's and it's. I think 2016. I think you're sorry, right. yeah, but yeah. that seems too recent. That there was, was like, a major upgrade. It might I mean, have been that. Like it might have been that. Yeah. But anyway, and there's like three different three different uh, times you see the Yeti. You have actually one of the coasters goes faster than the others. It, yeah. Than the other one, it go it finishes the ride quicker. 
Um, and I didn't know this. Do you know which line it is? No, I didn't recall. Or mm. I didn't write that down. Um, no, meaning the the ride the track. itself. The track. Yes. Yeah, so done if in like you go on an the extra right 15, track an extra, or the left track, I don't remember. I don't remember either. It's like an extra 15 seconds. Oh, yeah. takes 15 seconds less. Um, uh, do, 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 do. Oh, I didn't know this. Maybe you did, but I've never seen this. Apparently, there's a little shop or something near the ride mm-hmm. where they sell coconut Matterhorn macaroons. I mean, I know the shop. It's like in the I've shape never... of the Matterhorn, but it's a macaroon. I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Wow, that's interesting. Yeah, that is interesting. And then, of course, you obviously knew Look at all this we, great information. Like yeah, that. fabulous. Um, I think it's interesting, Joe. I like. We this also stuff. we also mentioned this before. I think you're the one yeah. that told me about it. And there's a basketball court at the top of the mountain, um, built into the mountain, I guess. Yeah. Um, when the summer months, when I guess it's very busy in the park, they'll have people climb the mountain. And then like between, and it could be like cast members or whatever, because they obviously do shows and things where people fly along the zip lines and whatnot. Yeah. So I think to pass the time, they, there's a, at least what I read, there was a basketball court built inside yeah. so that they could have something to yeah, do. Yeah. Um, that, that'd be interesting to see, at least just like, but maybe you can only access it by climbing the outside. Yeah, I don't know. But uh, yeah, it's definitely not a smooth ride. Um very very rough ride um but yeah i thought it was interesting it's supposed to yeah it's one one hundredth the size of the actual mountain in switzerland um yeah there's other um there was there was a few other little news not and notes. in in disney world it's not the matter yeah sorry but there's, i did there's I like didn't. expedition everest or something yeah like i did it's not i the didn't same. look that up i didn't look that up. Uh, but yeah Matterhorn's i just looked the at same. the one that's in disneyland I mean, off the top, is it a top 10 Disneyland ride for you? I know we've been in rankings before, but... It's, we did rankings before. Yeah, yeah I mean, I, we have, but I don't know if it's yeah, a top Yeah, it'd probably 10. be a top 10. You sure. like it, right? Yeah. I mean, it, is, it can be it's a little fun. rough, though. It's it's rough, but it's fun. As long as you don't do it a it's lot. It's creepy with the, in the dark. Oh, there was a few other news and notes. Apparently, at the beginning, there's yeah. as you're kind of going through before you go up the, the lift hill mm-hmm. inside the mountain... Apparently there's like uh, some icicles or something on the ground, yeah. And there's like a, a placard or a or a, a sign that has somebody's name on it that was like an original designer of the ride or something. Wow, it's that's like an, cool. It's like an homage to that person or engineer or something. I forget what it was. I I remember seeing the icicles on the ground because they have a still picture of it when they're talking about these like random facts about the ride, but I don't. I don't, uh, I don't recall ever seeing a sign, but maybe it's like over in like two seconds. But I remember seeing the icicles part. I just don't remember where. Okay. But yeah, it's like an homage to some guy. Interesting. Like Wells. I think his name is like Wells. L-E-L-L-S. I don't okay. remember. I don't remember. I don't remember. That's cool. It, like, it says like Wells' party or something. Like, oh, like somebody, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you're saying. Like that. it's like, it's, at first I thought it was like some homage to like, you know, like someone that like climbed the mountain or something, or like no, just like someone who trekked across the country and like you know the Donner Party or something. But yeah. it's not that; it's somebody who worked on the ride or something. That makes sense. But anyway, cool. That was a a lot of great stuff, Joe. Thank you for that. Um, we did a lot of stuff today, guys. Uh, we will be back next week. What we're gonna do? Uh, the only thing I know for sure we're doing next week is we're gonna look forward to March. 
I know we're doing that because I'm working on that already. We'll have to figure out another topic for um, quiz. We'll do another quiz. I did, I did we'll MCU. Do... I did Marvel. I did Star Wars. I got to figure out something else. I don't know. Uh, we'll do some type of quiz still, or some still, type of ranking next week. There's still options. Um, you know, again, if you guys have any, you who know, are you again? Who am I? Who are you? The whole worm lizard thingy? Salacious Grum. Salacious Grum. That actually has Grum. a name. And you yeah, know so, that. Yeah, he's a character. He's a Star Wars character. Yeah, but he's barely in it. And then you actually know his name. That's so bizarre. Mm. Like, he's I like an, done He is an obscure... I think it was meant... You're meant to get that person. That's what I'm saying. I think it was... It's a joke? It was a joke. Yeah, I don't uh, think it was that oh, you man. chose that. But anyway... But I just can't believe that person that that thing has a name and that people know it's a common name and that you knew it. Of all the characters in that movie, in the movies, you know that guy. The little worm-looking guy. It looks like he's like a Muppet or something. When I saw him on screen, I just... Salacious Grum. Salacious Crumb. Salacious Crumb. Yeah, Crumb. Like a crumb like from a piece of bread. I just connected with it. so... You did you. Um, That's... Weird. Okay. Uh, thank you guys for listening. As Some always, people connect with Han Solo. You collect with the connect. Do with you the connect little, with Han Solo? You connect Joe? with the little worm. I connect it's, with Chewbacca. Yeah, Chewie. <laughs> Chewie's the character. Yeah, Chewie. Because I got fur like Chewie. Uh, great. As always, please like, share, comment, rate, review, and subscribe. Thank you so much for listening. We will be back next week. Joe, take us out of here. Ta ta.